Hello and welcome to another YouTube video and podcast episode. I actually do these both at once, so you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you can watch the video or you can actually find this podcast episode. It's on Anchor and Anchor automatically distributes it to platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find the podcast on those platforms as well. I just take the audio from the video and I upload it as a podcast episode. So either way, we're talking a bit more about Justin Amash today and actually a new poll that came out just yesterday on Wednesday, May the 6th. So this is a Monmouth poll, Monmouth University, and this is the first poll where we can take a look at how Justin Amash is doing nationally. Um, It's pretty exciting stuff. So this Monmouth poll was taken from March 30th through yesterday, April 6th. And so this is actually just just a days after Justin Amash not declared his candidacy, but announced that he had an exploratory uh, commission, which was looking at the possibility of him running. That was on a Tuesday, April 28th. I believe I just said March 30th. It was April. It, yes, April 30th through May 6th. And then he announced his exploratory committee two days before the poll started on April 28th. I just said that in a very unclear way, but you get the idea. This poll started just a few days after Amash made that announcement. And I've got this article by the New York Times here um, talking about this poll. And this poll covers the sexual allegations on Joe Biden as well as favorability. Um, just general favorability towards Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And then it also talks about how well Donald Trump, Joe Biden are polling and then how they're polling when Justin Amash is factored in. So pretty good stuff. So New York Times, Joseph Biden's lead over President Trump is growing nationwide, even though most voters are aware of a sexual assault allegation against him, according to a Monmouth University poll released Wednesday. It is the first major national survey to ask voters about the allegation by a former Senate aide against the former vice president. All told, 50% of voters said they would vote for Mr. Biden in a head-to-head matchup, and 41% said they would vote for Mr. Trump. In a Monmouth poll in April, Mr. Biden led the president by just four percentage points. In March, he led by three. So in March, he was leading by three points. In April, he was leading by four. And currently, he leads Trump by nine points in a head-to-head matchup. A large majority of voters, 86%, were aware of the allegation that Mr. Biden sexually assaulted a Senate aide, Tara Reid, in 1993. 37% said it was probably true, 32% said it was probably not true, and 31% had no opinion. I think I tend to fall in the no opinion category just because I really don't know the facts of the situation, although I, I would fall in that category, but I also lean towards probably true, but it is a very divided, and I think Um, That is mainly because of the media. The media really hasn't been talking about it very much. I mean, in comparison to the Brett Kavanaugh hearing with uh, his allegation, I mean, there was hundreds and hundreds of articles covering that. And so everybody, there was, I would say everybody, a lot of people were 
were convinced even though there was little evidence just because of media coverage and now they're not covering this so 31% don't even have an opinion about the allegation 32% think it's probably not true 37% think it probably is true so regardless of the allegation Biden is still leading Trump by nine percentage points and then it goes on to talk about the partisan divide and whether they view the allegation as credible. Obviously, Republicans are more likely to believe that Joe Biden sexually assaulted someone than the Democrats are. All right, so now let's move on to favorability. Mr. Biden still seemed more favorably overall than Mr. Trump. 41% of voters saw Mr. Biden favorably, while 44% saw him unfavorably. The president was seen positively by just 40% of voters and negatively by 53%. So there, this is, this is pretty significant for independent candidates. And I think there was another poll on percentage of people that view these candidates as like very unfavorably, not just unfavorably, but there is a very large partisan divide and half of the country looks at Trump very unfavorably and half of the country looks at Biden very unfavorably. So they're two pretty unpopular candidates and really nobody's really proud of either of them, I don't think. Um, I will. OK, some some Trumpers um, are definitely proud of, of, of Mr. Trump. But um, you know what I'm saying? This this election, this voting is a lot less about a candidate that people really support. And it's more about the candidates that people hate, which is both of them. So they're voting for either one, but really they're just voting against the other one, which is good for a candidate like Amash if they can be seen favorably or good because you have two very unfavorable candidates that nobody likes and somebody like Amash comes in that is a favorable candidate that helps his odds. Um, he still has to get past the stigma of nobody votes for third party candidates because candidate third party candidates never win because nobody votes for third party candidates. That kind of cycle, that loop, he has to get past that but still it definitely helps Amash to be considered a favorable candidate in this race with two largely unfavorable candidates that are very old and have sexual allegations against them anyways um moving on in a hypothetical three-way race with justin amash a candidate for the libertarian nomination mr biden still led mr trump on the ballot but by seven points not by nine. So this is the first indication that Trump, I mean, Amash, will be hurting Biden more than Trump, actually. He actually cut into Biden's points more than he cut into Trump's. So there have been a lot of people saying that he's going to help Trump get reelected. Um, this is the first indication or first poll statistics numbers that I see that could indicate that that is true. Because in a head-to-head -head matchup, Biden leads Trump 50 points to 41. So he leads by nine points. In a matchup that includes Justin Amash, he only leads by seven points. Um... And Justin Amash earned 5% um, in that poll nationally, which 
is a small number, but that is very significant for a third-party candidate who has not won the Libertarian nomination and has only just announced an exploratory commission to consider uh, a run for the president, and it's only been a few days since that happened. So again, Justin Amash announces that he is exploring the possibility of running for president on the 28th. This poll starts on the 30th and ends on the 6th, and Justin Amash polls at 5% Ashley in that poll. That is pretty good. And considering that he has until late September and then two debates in October to poll at 15% nationally in five different polls, this all of a sudden is looking a lot more realistic and doable than it was before even. So because again, he has not won the Libertarian nomination yet. He hasn't really gotten his campaign underway. Um, and there hasn't been, he's been doing some interviews, but hasn't been like any strong campaigning or, or pushing or, you know, advertising. Um, and he hasn't even won the Libertarian nomination. So he might be waiting for that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what his campaign is going to do as far as the next steps, but. So we're just in this baby stages, in the early stages of the campaign, polling at 5% is very significant for a third party candidate. And he's going to get boosted when he wins the nomination. He's going to get boosted when he starts to do these campaigns and he starts to get more awareness and people start realizing that he's probably the only favorable candidate in this race. Um, he definitely stands a legitimate shot at winning 15% in five polls by late September. And if that happens, he'll get on the debate stages and then he stands a really good shot at winning some states that favor third party candidates or, or maybe causing a big ruckus in states like Michigan where he is where he is from, his home state. So this is the first poll that we've seen Justin Amash in. And you know, hopefully we're gonna get a lot more polls like these and we can see how Justin Amash is doing nationally and how he starts to increase as time goes on so we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing we're gonna keep supporting the campaign um and tracking how he's doing on this youtube channel on the podcast on anchor and other platforms i'm writing articles and i will be writing an article about this poll for medium and we have a bunch of writers for my medium publication now a Mosh for america so subscribe to the channel support the podcast this uh, you can follow me on medium and support these articles clap for the articles so more people can see them i have a facebook page uh and twitter and i've been promoting his campaign on my facebook page and twitter as well so you can connect with me on those platforms and if you're a writer or you are interested in writing and you're interested in politics, then you can go ahead and make a Medium account if you're not on Medium already. Reach out to me and then I can add you as a writer to my publication, Master America, so you can start writing articles for the publication and submitting those to me. You know, there's a lot we can be doing online while we're still in quarantine. Um, the biggest thing you can do is a vote and while we're still stuck indoors you know it's just a lot of things that you can do online go to the website moshforamerica.com and you can put in your volunteer information just your name your email address and then some notes on like things that you're willing or capable of doing for the campaign and just get in touch with that campaign team so when things start to get underway you can be a part of that movement things are looking pretty good